Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is MBS Fitness Radio. What's up? We're back on MBS Fitness Radio. I'm David Allen. I'm here with Bennett Brady. Bennett is a high school student. He's the quarterback at ECS uh, Evangelical Christian School here in Memphis, Tennessee. It's my alma mater, which is cool. Uh, So Bennett is quarterback, also long snapper. Yes, sir. Uh, His brother was a long snapper. Still is. Still is is a long snapper. One more year. Uh, One more year at Memphis. And, um, And Bennett is officially committed as well. To go and snap for Memphis. Yes, sir. So welcome on the podcast, Bennett. Thank you for having me. Very cool. Uh, when did you first come to MBS Fitness? Uh, I started, I came after my sophomore football season. Okay. So the winter of my sophomore year. That's so right. So 2019. Okay, very yes, cool. Sir. So been here coming up on two years. This yes, is sir. your second season that you've played yes, after sir. after having trained. Yes, very cool. Okay. Um, first, can I tell us? How you got into sports in general, like how you first started playing football and any other sports that you played? Well, it's it's kind of funny because my favorite sport was basketball all the way up till about freshman year. Okay, I didn't play football until eighth grade. Yeah, because I just never. I watched my brother play. My grandfather played at Memphis actually, so mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. ironic that I'm going there too. But uh, I just I wanted to try it out. I yeah. saw my brother long snapping. I was like, I think I can do that. So I started out doing that, and then I slowly transitioned to just loving football and just so playing you, that. You didn't start playing football until eighth grade, yes, and sir. that's when you started long snapping. I started long snapping eighth grade year. Okay, very cool. Yes, sir. So just kind of turned into something bigger than I expected it to be. Um, when did you – do you still play basketball? I do not. Okay. I only play football now, so. When did you stop playing basketball? Uh, eighth grade year. Okay, so, so you basically made the transition. I transitioned from, to all football, from all basketball to all football, so. Gotcha, okay. Um, when did you start – playing quarterback uh i i was the backup quarterback eighth grade year mm-hmm. i wasn't very good if i'm being honest yeah. but freshman year i started understanding the game of football and just getting better yeah and the coach wanted me to keep playing quarterback okay. not just long snap so i yeah. just stayed with it and ended up working out well uh, for me do you play any defense i i don't play defense but i know defense in case it's an emergency i gotta go out there but well, what would you go out and play corner or safety okay very so. cool um What's kind of been your uh, your story and your history with regards to um, like training? So that'd be like in the weight room or any, any non direct football drills. Like when did you first start do, doing that? I started lifting freshman year with the football team. Okay. Not just like I wouldn't lift outside of football. The only time I would work out was with the football team. Yeah. But my dad started said like, all right, we gotta start getting you bigger, faster, stronger, and the way to do that is to lift on your own outside yeah. of football. So then he brought me here, and that's when I really started, like, to focus on weightlifting and everything like that. Gotcha. Okay, so what's been kind of the biggest revelation that you've had with regards to training since kind of going from doing a little bit of, of it on your own to working with coaches? I would say more workouts fit for my body instead of just a whole football team. Yeah. Because, like, when you're working out with a football team, the workouts are good, but they're not made for a specific person because yeah. you can't really do that when i come here i'm getting one-on-one training like making sure my form's good and everything like that and the like workouts are made for me and what i need to work on compared to what other people may need to work on yeah 
Yeah, it's a tough uh, it's a tough position when you're working with the entire football team or any type of big group because you can't individ, individ, it's hard to individualize it for you know a group of sixty for sure sixty. Kids. My legs yeah. might not be as strong as someone else's or vice versa, but she's kind of right. Yeah, and it's also difficult to kind of like teach good technique in a broad for sure, for um, sure. and in a, in a big group because you can't give like individual the uh, individual attention needed exactly. to actually give exactly. technique improvements. Um, okay, so you started uh, kind of training on your own. What kind of stuff were you doing on your own? I would just go into the weight room and squat and bench. Gotcha. Because those are the things I knew how to do. And I was like, maybe push-ups like yeah. and pull-ups and just basic stuff. Nothing too fancy. Yeah, okay. Did you ever do any, like, running drills or any of that kind of stuff? Agility drills? Uh, Not really. Okay. Not really. It was literally just football workouts in the spring yeah. and in the summer. That was it. But then in the fall, you wouldn't you wouldn't train. We would lift okay. twice a week, but as a freshman and sophomore, it wasn't like when you're an underclassman, they're focusing on like preparing you for it, maybe yeah. not like high training. Gotcha. Okay, makes sense. Um, what? Uh, so, what have been kind of like your your biggest improvements that you've you've seen since you started kind of training? I would definitely say explosiveness and speed in that aspect I, i'm not the fastest i'll never be the fastest but my quick twitch has definitely come from training and just yeah. like squat and explosive lifts it definitely helps you because yeah. you may not notice it at first but like over a long time term like time of period you know like i'm getting faster i'm getting stronger i can accelerate faster and do everything like that you feel on, on the field oh for sure you feel the carryover between like sure. what you're doing under a barbell or in the weight room oh, for sure over to the field what do you feel like? Uh, what are some like big mistakes you? Because you are around other high school athletes um, every day, whether either at your own school or on the competition or, or, or outside of that. But um, what are some big mistakes that are that are are common amongst high school athletes? Like training wise. Yeah. Well, that's like a training wise. Then I mean, otherwise as well. I mean. If you're like doing drugs, then uh, yeah, duh. but specifically talking about, <laughs> you know, training and, and um, maybe training, maybe nutrition and um, even like mindset stuff. But let's start with training. What I would definitely say that like not taking every rep to the hardest like ability. Like if you know you can lift heavier in the weight room, like and you know a coach isn't watching, you're not going to put the weight on that you probably should be doing. You're going to want, like, I don't want my legs to be sore or whatever like that, but you're not getting better when you do that. Gotcha. Like, when you're in the weight room, even if coach is watching or what, you should push yourself to, like, get stronger, get faster, do whatever, even if you're not being watched and, yeah. like, give everything you have on those, that set, that rep, everything like that. Yeah, utilizing your time wisely exactly. to, to get better. Do you, do you, exactly. Do you see that more kids are, and I, I don't mean to offend you if I say kids, um, what's called teenagers uh more young adults are um are, are more likely to take it too easy in the weight room or are they more likely to put too much weight on when they really should be you know using better technique or or not I've, maxing out I've, I've definitely seen both yeah but i would say that uh, more kids they don't want to push themselves they don't I don't think they understand how much how important the weight room can be yeah. or how much it can help you. Yeah. So I think they take it too lightly maybe or yeah. maybe not do every rep that the coach has to do. So yeah. I think if they understood the importance of it, it's like, oh, this actually will help me when it comes October, November. I think that would help. But I would say definitely they, they don't push themselves as hard as they can. Yeah, I mean, why do you think it's um, 
Is that because they just don't understand the benefit of it? Is it a lack of willing, willingness to do hard things? I mean, is it like, are those same kids like going half speed in drills on, on the football field? Or is it just, just like, an, in other words, is it lack of knowledge of like why I should be pushing in there? Or is it just kind of a lack of like work ethic? I think it's a lack of knowledge of okay. why you should be pushing. Because gotcha. those kids definitely go out in the field and they're yeah. giving it all on the yeah. field. I think it's just the don't understand the importance of yeah. it. Which coming here has actually helped me understand. Like, yeah. you got to work in weight room. That weight room isn't a place to like cool down. It's a place to get better. Yeah, yeah. I think there's there's um, kind of a misunderstanding of like where your progress is going to come from. For sure. And. Uh, like the the game of football is fun. Oh, for you sure. know, it's fun. It's fun to sit there and run around and throw and play and hit and exactly. Um, and, and especially amongst other sports, like the sport is what you what you love. Like yeah. I love playing basketball. I love playing tennis or whatever. And the weight room is like maybe that's not what you love. Okay, I think like the main <laughs> reason is like the weight room equals soreness. Yeah, it's like and I think they like oh that I don't want to be sore yeah. compared to like if you're sore you worked hard. Yeah. That's what I think people need to understand. If you you were sore, you did what you were supposed to. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be sore. Yeah. It's an aversion to like going in and like um doing the hard stuff that's not necessarily the fun stuff of playing the actual game, exactly. you know. Um but like you said, um or the way I've described it to people in the past is you can have the best technique in the entire world, but if you're power your strength you know your muscularity isn't there then you're gonna get beat by someone who does exactly, have that stuff exactly at some point strength is gonna come into it and yeah. play its part but especially in the football field you exactly. know especially in the football field where um and it, where i always kind of say like the football field is a bunch of little tiny wrestling match occurring uh, yeah, at the same sure, time sure. especially on the line you know um you're basically hitting someone Every play. For 140 plays. You're wrestling someone every exactly. single play. You're hitting each other head <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Who's stronger? Who's yeah. going to fight harder, essentially? Yeah. And the, the other way I describe it to people sometimes is, is uh, if you think of like in like seventh and eighth grade, the the kids who are the best at any sport are typically the best at all sports. Oh, Why? Because they're the kids who have hit puberty. Yeah. They're bigger, faster, stronger. Exactly. So it doesn't matter what uh, field they're on. Exactly. They're going to dominate, gonna dominate. On it, right? And so, like, uh, at, at the high school level, the it's the bigger, faster, stronger, the more athletic person who tends to win all the different matchups, right? Exactly. So your goal in high school is to get as big, strong, as fast as you possibly can. So you can compete. Yeah. That's how you distinguish yourself. Now, in college, everyone's big, strong, and fast. Exactly. So you better get really good technique. <laughs> exactly. Te- they're both going to play their parts. Yeah. Um, and then the pros, everyone's big, strong, and fast and has amazing technique, so you better uh, improve your knowledge of the game and give yourself a, uh, an advantage in, in that realm. Exactly. Um, and so that's kind of like the a very broad, painting with a broad brush, but like if you're going to focus on, if you're going to focus more of your attention in, one, in any one area, it's... Uh, studying the game is great in high school, but if you're bigger, stronger, faster than the kid, like you don't really have to know the it's, uh, idiosyncrasies of whether his like knuckles are wide or not wide or where his balance is. It's like just beat him, exactly. you know. Um, what? Okay, so that's kind of what one thing about kind of training. What about? So I'll give you an example for myself. So when I was in high school, I was 
I definitely loved the weight room. I was the meathead who like wanted to go in the weight room and do more stuff. But I would like always do a bunch of like bodybuilding stuff. So I'd spend all my time doing bicep curls and side raises. You wanted to look big. I wanted to look big, yeah. Exactly. Um, and looking back, I'm like, God, dude, if I had just spent some more of that energy doing squats, bench, deadlift, cleans, push press, pull-ups, like what, what would have what happened? Um do you see any of that kind of going on where, where kids are more like... Well, I actually have a... One of my best friends is a bodybuilder. He competes okay. in everything. Yeah. So I, I see both sides of it. Yeah. But I, I would think that, like, the main thing is everybody wants to have big arms. I, yeah. I mean, I understand that. Because if, if I look across the football field and you have big arms, I'm like, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're mean. But yeah. I would say that, like, at one point, you're going to realize that people who have big arms may not be as strong as you. Yeah. Or maybe... They can't bench or squat, which is what matters. It doesn't yeah. matter what they look like. It's a matter of how strong they actually are. Yeah. Well, and you know, knowing what I know now, it's like there's not a whole lot of people that bench a lot with small arms. Exactly. exactly. Oh, that is true. You know, like, that is true. Uh, if you can crank out 30 pull-ups, you're probably gonna have big biceps. If you can exactly. bench press, your everything body. correlates. Yeah. If you have uh, form follows function, so exactly. Um, like at the highest level of bodybuilding, yes, you would need to probably do some more arm training. Exactly. But when you're a, a, a when I mean, you're going through puberty and you're just kind of starting this process, doing the main lifts and getting as strong as possible is going to make way you, way more important. It's going to make you big and jacked. Exactly. That's going to every people don't realize that if I'm benching or doing pull ups, it's still going to make my arms bigger. Yeah, I'm still building my arms. I'm not going to waste time on just arms. Yeah. I'm going to use every muscle. What's your favorite exercise? Let's just, let's say this. What's your favorite exercise to do? Okay. Just like you feel like you're good at it or it's fun. Let's say bench. Okay. I, I enjoy benching. Okay. I mean, because I feel like that's what everybody's like, what's your bench? Or yeah, that's yeah. just the main one yeah. that everyone enjoys. What do you feel like has the big, biggest carryover to, like, your performance on the football field? Squat. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. Because if you can explode from your legs, it's, it's, a ball, it's a whole different ball game. What were you squatting when you first came in? Uh, I was pushing maybe 135 for five my okay. sophomore year. Yeah. So it wasn't, I didn't, like, Domingo legs. Wasn't yeah, yeah. Was, it was, I was struggling. Uh, what are you squatting now? Uh, when I left here, I hit, I want to say 225 for 20. Oh, dang. 225 so, for 20? Something right there. And then like 275 for like eight. Wow. So, so Heck yeah. So yeah. like basically double over doubled your bench for press. For sure. We never actually squat. did one one rep max, yep. but I think it was estimated around three fifteen. Gotcha. So, but so were you doing? Were you doing like five through one, and then doing like a max set, or like how? Like what were you doing the twenty reps? Or we the, would do eight five three one okay. AMRAP on the one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you got up to like two seventy five, and you on your AMRAP you yep. did, which for those who don't know, know, that stands for as many reps as possible. You were supposed to be doing a single, but if you could do more, you need to gain eight do with two seventy five. Exactly. exactly, that's huge. Okay, so um, a big a big thing to, about that to me that I that I felt uh, in high school and even now like um, is the confidence boost you get from being like, holy crap, I'm getting strong. When you when you get your mind behind it, it's like for because forever I was scared to squat two plates because yeah. I was like, I don't want to get down there and not be able to get yeah. up. The first time I did, I did it for five easily. Yeah, and then I was like, oh wait, I can do more than this. Yeah. I can push my body harder and harder. That's that's a lot of it. Like, because if you realize you can do something and put your mind to it, like, there's nothing stopping you. A thousand percent. Yeah. So, uh, do you feel like there's been a good carryover um, to kind of your, your mindset on the field and outside of the field from the weight room? And For sure. so, like, how? I would say, like, confidence. Yeah. Not cockiness, confidence. If you have confidence behind you, 
Because I feel like your biggest opponent is yourself. And mm-hmm. if you're telling yourself you're not going to do it, you have no shot. Yeah. You've already mentally told yourself, I can't do it. I'm not going to win. Like, if you go into the game and say, this one's going to be hard. I, we're going to have to fight for four quarters. I'm not going to win it. That's your, your game's already lost. Yeah. You have to go out saying, I'm going to I'm going to go out and I'm going to do I'm going to beat them. I'm going to yeah. outwork them. I'm going to do everything through practice and games and everything to beat them. Yeah. You got to have confidence behind yourself and know that your teammates and yourself, you are more than capable to do it. Yeah. I think there's um a, a huge benefit of kind of facing that fear of the 225 cuz like in the weight room there's all these kind of like different markers of like it's like that first time you have two plates, the first time you have three plates, the first time you do X, Y, Z, you know. For sure. There's a, there's a definite fear behind, like, getting underneath that bar. And oh, no doubt. Like, oh, gosh. like it's, it's intimidating. Yeah. But once you get it, you're like, all right, it's not as scary. But the, the beauty of it is, um, you know, it's intimidating. But through your own uh, kind of self um, – your own kind of drive and the accountability and motivation and support of a coach, then you approach that. Because that coach says, like, hey, look, you train for this. You've got that. I'm here. And just in case anything goes wrong, you're not going to get hurt. I'm here. Exactly. But you still got to face that fear, get underneath that bar exactly. and attempt it. And, like, the way I work is, like, you got to tell me to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to go get myself under that bar. <laughs> you got to, like, like, all right, let's go. Yeah. We got to do it. And like, everybody works differently, but yeah. that's the way I work. I, you got to tell me to do it. And you got to tell me I'm going to be able to do it. Yeah. You got to have comp- Like, it helps me when I see people have confidence in me. A thousand percent. So when I see people have confidence in me, it's like, all right, I have confidence in myself and I can, I can do it. I'm yeah. going to do it. And then you overcome it and you do it and you go, okay, well, that's like a little, uh, that's a little p- a brick in your wall that says like, uh, of like, mental toughness it's like exactly i had that time you want a battle yeah it's like i had that time i was scared and i did it anyways and i overcame it so exactly. then like the more that those bricks you build then you get this kind of like big strong foundation sure which you can you can lie uh rely upon when you go and face like a big tough opponent and you're like hey dude like you think you think i'm scared of of facing you like i've put 315 on my back exactly. i've deadlifted exactly. four of them you know like like you're not the first time I've ever been scared to go against exactly. something big and intimidating. Exactly. Um, I'll give an example for myself is one thing I do every morning is I sit in the sauna and then I do a hundred calories on the salt bike. Um, and you know, it takes a total of like 20 minutes between the sauna and the salt bike. But the reason I do it, I have a lot of different reasons, but one of the reasons I do it is like, I always want to start my day with something really hard. <laughs> exactly. And so then the rest of my day is easy. <laughs> it's like, if I if I have to do something physically challenging, physically difficult, then like my it it helps motivate me and it helps me take on the day because I go like well well regardless of what else I happens today, nothing is going to be as hard as as what I did this morning. That's like why I like working out in the mornings. Yeah. Like I've I've accomplished something. Yeah. I'm starting my day with a win. Yeah, and like you know, I, anyone I have to go compete against today. I know they they slept in this morning and, and I worked and I worked exactly. and they weren't doing they weren't willing to do the hard stuff. So now I got the confidence to go out and you know, um, I, I'm speaking from a, a place of having been in high school and found a love of the weight room and seen the benefits it, it had in other areas of my life. And now I'm, well, how many eighteen years removed from that and still seeing the benefits of having done that you know, 18 years ago. For sure. For sure. Um, what are some other kind of mindset uh, lessons you've learned or maybe some areas where other high school athletes could improve in mindset? I would say 
tough question, but I would say a lot of people don't know the difference between, like I said, conf- confidence and cockiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, cockiness is being a jerk. Yeah, yeah. But confidence is showing that you can do it. Like, because if I walk out on the field on a game day and be like, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm not going to look across the line and be scared. And, like, other people, like, can build off of your confidence. Yeah. Like, people are looking at you, and if they see cockiness, they may see fear in a way. It's like... Yeah, you're masking uh, like your I'm fear comp- with... Like, yeah. compensating in yeah. a way. But, like, if people build off of confidence with their own confidence. Like, as, like, a quarterback, if I'm looking, like, if I'm confident against a bigger team, they're going to – everybody else is going to be confident. Like, all right, he's doing it. I can do it. Let's go. Yeah. And it just comes as one. Yeah, that's uh, kind of what you're talking about with, like, the coach. And I'm, like, the coach that supports you. said like, hey, Bennett, you got this, bud. Like, we put in the hard work. Exactly. We're, you're going to get this. You can sit there and look at your linemen, your receivers, and say, hey, guys, like, these guys didn't outwork us this that, week. That's the main thing yeah. that we say every week. We don't get outworked this week. Yeah. Because if you outwork the team, you'll, it's going to show on a Friday night. It's going to be like, all right, they they outworked us this week, and yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, let's talk about nutrition. Have you learning nutrition lessons? Yes. Okay, what, what have you learned? <laughs> what, what, what I put in my body matters. Yeah. Because I would say when I was younger, I was like, I can eat whatever. It's yeah. not going to affect me. I don't have to drink this amount of water during the day. But last summer, I truly, like, saw the effects of what I eat. Yeah. Like, drinking amount of, like drinking a certain amount of water, a minimum, is huge. If I don't drink a certain amount of water, when I go to practice in the afternoon, I'm going to be dying. I'm not going to get my best effort. Yeah. Which is ultimately going to say I didn't work hard enough because yeah. I didn't put in what I needed to. Yeah. So, and definitely. I see that in teammates as well. Yeah. Who they think they can eat whatever. And I'm like, bro, you, on game days, you can't eat that. You can eat it. It's just not going it, like, like, right, to result You can eat that, but you're not going to want to play like you want to in a few yeah. hours. It, like, it correlates, but I right, so struggle to see that. Drinking water was a big lesson that you learned. What were some other lessons? What I eat, like, mm-hmm. like if I eat greasy food, I'm going to be, like, it's not going to give me the amount of energy that I need and yeah. want to play, practice, play, do whatever. Like, what I put into my body, it truly shows, and it affects it. Like, if... I'm eating a burger at lunch. I'm going to be tired during practice. And ultimately, it hurts me in the classroom as well. Yeah. Like, I, I realized that. It's definitely I've gotten older. Yeah. I've realized it more. But like, what I eat at lunch is going to affect my classes after lunch as well. thousand percent, yeah. The, um, the, the, the food you put in your body is the fuel for whatever performance you're looking for, exactly. whether that be mental or physical performance. And that's so. part of the work, too. Yeah. That's what people don't realize. Every step, every hour of every minute is correlating to – Friday nights, basically. Yeah. You're getting better, you're getting worse. Exactly. Um, so talk to me, like, a little bit, some specifics of, like, what kind of dietary changes you made. I would say cutting sodas okay. was, was a huge one. Just stop drinking sodas, stop start drinking, drinking water. Water, water, Gatorade, yeah. like, liquid IV and all that yeah. type of stuff, just to mainly focus on. It actually helps with my sleep as well. Yeah. I realized that, like, drinking a soda for dinner is going to, I don't sleep well at night. Yeah. But drinking water, that was the main one. And then just stop eating as many Greasy foods as I can. Okay. And would you like forgive me? What were you eating, and then what'd you replace it with? I would say like, like fast food, just burgers okay. and stuff like that. Fries, just stuff that's hard on your stomach, essentially. Yeah. And I, my mom just started cooking more. Okay, because like Perfect. just like her chicken, her grilled chicken at home is way better than me, and it's just as good. Yeah. So like, what's a day? What's a day look like for you? Um, what do you like? Wake up and, and eat for breakfast? Uh, most most mornings I eat like a bagel. Okay, just to. I struggle to eat in the morning. Yeah. That's my, that's where I have like that's where I need to work on the most. But I would say eating like a just like a bagel in the morning is 
better than anything, yeah. better than nothing. Yeah. So that's that's where I struggle the most. Okay. And then for lunch, Do you have anything on the bagel? Uh, sometimes I put like Nutella on it. Okay. So sometimes maybe a plain not. bagel. Yeah, just just to get something on okay. it. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And then and then lunch. What time is what time is breakfast and what time is lunch? Breakfast is. Well, that varies because sometimes we have practice in the morning. Sometimes okay. we don't. Gotcha. So usually I'd say around 7.30-ish. If you have in practice morning. in the morning, do you eat anything before practice? I try to. Yeah. I, I don't always because, yeah. it, like, it's really early in the morning, and I'm, I, it's hard for me to get food down in the morning. Gotcha. So I try. So let me use this as a coaching moment just not only for you but also for anyone listening, listening is that if you're struggling to eat something, you can always drink it. All right. And so – um, if you're like, man, I just it's hard for me to get some some food in the morning. I got like kind of a, a I'm not that hungry. Or especially if you're about to have practice, it's like you just slept eight hours, right? Yeah, that's a fast. That's an eight hour mm-hmm. fast. You wouldn't want to like uh, Go practice immediately. Yeah, well, you wouldn't want to practice on an empty stomach it's having a caloric not, deficit. Yeah, and not having eight in eight hours. So, but if you're like, I just can't put anything on my stomach, uh, like food wise, just drink you something. So you could do gotcha. like, you can do a shake. Um, so, like, a, an easy shake would be, like, banana, peanut butter, protein powder, and a little bit of, like, oatmeal, psh, and, and down it. Got it. Um, or you could just do, like, um, peanut butter on a banana. Gotcha. And with a protein shake. Something to just... Put yeah. something on your stomach. Yeah, but if you can't eat it, drink it. That's a that's an so easy that's a good rule. rule. That's a good that's rule. Okay, so you have you have breakfast, and then what time is, is lunch? Uh, lunch starts at 1. Okay, so, so there's a big gap. We but, have activity period. I usually eat during activity period. Oh, uh, okay. Like, like then, a... Bacon biscuit or something, whatever's at school. So y'all sell food at the cafeteria during yes, activity period. Yes, and you can go get some a yes, snack. Okay, that's, that's at like ten forty. Okay, so that's good. And so, then uh, lunch is at one ish. Yes, sir. And then are you taking your lunch? Or you eat the. Uh, I I buy my lunch at okay. school, so that varies on what they're serving. I try and get whatever the best option is. Gotcha. If that they have wraps, so yeah. I get wraps a lot. Okay. Just because that's I know that's the best yeah. thing for me some days. Okay. And then practice is that right after school. Do you have anything between one what like three, three thirty? Uh, I usually like put something in my backpack. Okay, just from lunch, just to put something on my stomach. Right, so some, with something that you bought at lunch, you like have it with yes, you, sir. Yes, and then sir. snack on it or eat it before practice. Yes, sir. And then what time's practice? Uh, three thirty to six. Okay, and then uh eat mom's cooking at go six or whatever six thirty thing you gotta do that's what he tells us to do that's what coach tells us to do every go, day. Home go, and eat. go home and eat and then do you have anything before you go to bed uh when i was trying to gain weight yes i yeah. would i would try and eat a second dinner yeah but right now no uh, i eat a I, I eat a big enough dinner that i'm full until full. i go to sleep cool so but basically uh some some big what you did was you started kind of fueling yourself throughout the day making sure you stayed nice and hydrated and making sure you're making uh, better food choices and not putting, you know, greasy, um, less nutritious food in your body. Yes, sir. Cool. And you feel like that kind of give you better energy, better clarity in your mind, better all that. focus during practice yeah. and everything. That's awesome. Um, have I already to- told you my high school diet? Didn't you eat like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in between every class? I've heard yeah. I've heard rumors. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've, that makes me happy that 18 years later, there's still rumors of that. The um, so it is is uh, he may be Doctor V now, but Mr. V, it's Mr. V, Mr. Okay. V. I'm in his math class right now. Okay, so he taught uh, science. He still does. Okay, I'm in. He teaches like senior math and 
uh, 10th grade chemistry. Okay. So I've had him twice now. Okay, so I was in his chemistry class. And so hopefully uh, what I want you to do is next time you're in class with him. I'll bring it up later today. Yes, uh, and, and he'll let, you can let him listen to it and share their story. But anyways, so I used to eat every morning for breakfast six eggs, two packets of oatmeal, a glass of orange juice, and a glass of milk. That was my breakfast. Wow. And uh, it was it was it was a ton of food I could barely get down, but yeah, I like, forced myself to eat it. That's force feeding at that point. That's what that's what I did. <laughs> and so then I went up into uh, into my bathroom to brush my teeth, and I ended up gagging myself and threw up like half of my breakfast. Really? And I was like, "Crap! Okay, I gotta go back downstairs, cook it again, and eat it." So I went back. I don't know if I recooked all of it, but went back downstairs, cooked my breakfast, and then <laughs> ate it again. Uh, and I showed up like ten minutes late to Mr. V's class, and he was like, "David, what, what's going on? Like, why are you, why are you late?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, I cooked breakfast, and then I ended up throwing it up at, while brushing my teeth, and so I had to go cook it again and, and eat it." And he was like, "That's the most ridiculous story I've ever heard," uh, but it's, it's, there's no way you could have made that up. So I'm not going to give you a tardy. You got to so. believe that. You, I, mean, I don't think that's not like your dog ate your homework. That's like, I, I threw yeah. up my breakfast. I like, threw up my breakfast. I had to go eat it again. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess I can't argue with that. Don't do it again, but I'm not going to give you a tardy for that. I was like, thank you. And then, uh, yeah, I used to eat a peanut butter sandwich, uh, in between every class or, just things called detour bars. I don't know if they're still around, but they were like the taste. I've heard of them. They're the tastiest bar at the time, and um, so I had the nickname of detour. <laughs> but uh, but I will say the the detour bars and the peanut butter sandwiches were great bargaining chips for like stuff because people oh. knew I had food on me at uh, all times. So someone was hungry, they'd be like, "I'll give you something." They'd be like, "Hey, Dave, can can I get one of those sandwiches? Like, what you gonna what you gonna <laughs> do?" I think I, like I remember. Maybe I didn't have a calculator that had games on it at, at one time, something like that. So like, I was like, "Yeah, you can have a sandwich, but I got I got to play with your calculator in class." <laughs> Bargain, yeah, that's smart. Um, what were some mistakes you see um, some other high school athletes making when it comes to nutrition? I would say either not eating or eating the wrong things. Yeah, for sure, and or not drinking water. Like on a game day, I'll see a teammate not like. Like, most people carry around a gallon, and yeah. I'm like, all right, you know they're drinking. Yeah. But, like, if I don't see you, like, with a water bottle, I'm like, bro, come on. Yeah. He's like, it doesn't affect me. I'm like, yes, it does. A thousand percent it does. Like, I'm fine. I do this every day. I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> or, or you're going you're gonna to cramp halfway through this game tonight, and you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, people don't realize uh, the difference between, like, practice and game day. Like, it's completely different. Yeah, with the amount of output it, you end up having and – yeah, it's for whatever reason, even like a practice, like, God, but practice is three hours long and we can do conditioning. It's like, yeah, but for whatever reason, it's, the I, game is harder. I, I will never be able to explain <laughs> it, but like on warm ups on Friday nights, I come in and I'm already full sweat. Yeah, you're like right. full sweat. Act like I just played, I just did a practice. Yeah. And we were out there for 20 minutes. I'm yeah. like, I don't know what it is, but I, you just sweat more on Friday nights. You're geeked up and ready to go. The, the anticipation's insane. Yeah. I also feel like the jerseys are like, I don't know. The jerseys are tighter. Skin tight. They're skin tight. Skin so, like, tight. there's not as much, like, <laughs> airflow. It's like your practice jerseys are six years old. And they've got holes in them. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I think, I think a, the nutrition thing is, is something that uh, so many high school athletes miss out on. Oh, for sure. And um, 
it's such a giant way of getting a uh, of getting a competitive advantage against other other people because like the question I ask a lot is like well, how many of your friends like follow a, a pretty good nutrition plan not a lot right okay so if we're all in, trying to be competitive and either try to get you know college scholarships or or beat this person whether it be on the football field or not if no one's eating good that's the easiest we, way to get yeah, ahead and we know that eating good's good you know gonna give me an advantage why would you not yeah that's the easiest thing to do I, like i joke all the time like i got a i didn't get a, a college scholarship because i was great at football i got a college scholarship because i was disciplined in the food i ate you got your advantage it's somewhere where no most people don't take it <laughs> well i didn't start playing football until i was a sophomore really mm-hmm. and um like literally the the first day they go what position do you play? I was like I have no idea. I think like, well, you look like a free safety. I was like sounds good. But like I didn't. No one explained to me like what cover one, cover two. No one explained any of that to me. So I just like reacted on the football field. But I had no idea what was going on. And uh, but because I was a meathead and trying to get bigger, I was eating peanut butter and in between every class and having big old breakfasts. So I just kept getting bigger and bigger. So they just kept moving me closer to the line. <laughs> You just ended up at the line? Uh, yeah, well, and I just, it, like, I was playing outside linebacker, and I remember getting yelled at because I didn't, uh, I missed a, a coverage in the flats, and I was like, I don't even know what the flats are. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was about? like, I don't know what the flats are. I just, like, react. I just, I just played, like, backyard football on the football field. And so, finally, like, I got bigger, and then uh, they said, all right, Dave, like, we're going to put you a defensive end. I said, what do I do? And they go, well, if he goes this way, you go that way, go that way, that way. If he goes that way, you hit him. He goes that way, you pass rush. So I was like, four things? And he's like, yeah. I was like, I can do that all day. Where's this been for, for three years? Yeah, so I just, I literally ate myself into a position <laughs> I could understand. And I didn't, I was pretty good at it and got a college scholarship. So, like, it had nothing to do with the fact that I was, like, an amazing You were, you were a college eater. You were a college yeah, eater. I was a college eater, not a college athlete. Exactly. So, that uh, that's why I encourage that so much in, in, in other athletes is like it has such an advantage. It creates such an advantage for myself. Um, what uh, what's kind of your game day tradition for like food or or whatnot? On game day, I'm extremely nervous. Like just, like harder to get food down easier. Yeah. So on Thursdays, I try and eat a ton more mm-hmm. just to kind of because I know I'm not going to eat as much. Yeah. So on I eat breakfast. I eat a big breakfast on Fridays. Okay. Just to basically get me as much food as I can yeah. just so I'm not lightheaded or anything like yep. that. And I, I try and get something down for lunch. Lunch is where I struggle the most. So, like, I try and get, like, a sandwich down at lunch if that's all I can. And then pregame meal, we eat that around 4. So yeah. I eat pregame meal. Y'all eat it as a team? We do, yes, sir. Okay. We, do, we don't leave school anymore. It's like you go in the locker room, meetings, hey. yeah. pregame meal. Nice. Hang out, yes, have sir. your meal. And that's like pasta. Okay. We still do steak night. On Thursday night? Thursday night. So Good. we eat a big steak, and then we go. Then uh, I'll eat pregame meal. Very cool. Very cool. Um, how much weight have you gained since freshman year? So freshman year, I was 5'4", 110 pounds. Okay. Right now, I want to say I'm, I'll say 6'1", six 6'0", six if we're being honest, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, 195. Pro- program 6'1". Program 6'1", 195. Nice. Okay. Do you feel like that's the weight you want to be for your positions? Uh, for sure. That yeah. the goal was to get to two hundred five. Yeah, but that, I mean, I was one seventy five for four months ago. Yeah, and I was gonna try. I was trying my hardest to get to two hundred five, but I just couldn't end up doing it. That's yeah, okay. Um, how about your brother? My brother is 
five eleven. He's two twenty five. Okay, so, so he's thicker than I am. Yeah, he's yes, sir. He's also he's four years older than you. Uh, five five years. Okay, so he's his fifth year. Yes, sir. Okay, very cool. Um, what uh, what kind of um benefit? So having a brother who's in college, you kind of get to see some of the the stuff that they do in college with regards to like nutrition and 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 training and all that kind of stuff. Like, how, how has that benefited you? Nutrition. Yeah. I would say he he's and he's been the one to tell me like, bro, what you put in your body, you're gonna see it at some point. Yeah. He said you might not see it the next day or whatever, but you're gonna see other people who are eating right. Yeah. And they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, get, I gotta eat right. Yeah. So he said that's the main thing. He's like, what you put in your body matters. I think a big thing, uh, the, a big difference between high school and college too is, um, then in high school the discrepancy between the the starters, the really good athletes, and the ones who don't start it's a pretty big discrepancy and being just naturally physically gifted whether that be in size or speed or or strength and or athletic abilities just kind of gets you on the field exactly yeah uh, you're gonna find they're gonna put you where where you can succeed yeah i was like you're just gonna put you somewhere because you're just naturally more athletic than someone else right but then in college uh, everyone's everyone was that person Exactly, and they have to compete, and so you got to find like, <laughs> you got to find those uh, those advantages, and sometimes you got to take advantage of yeah. everything that you can. Yeah, it can come from the, the food you eat. Exactly, yeah, you got more energy at practice. You can put out a little bit more, get a more clear clear head. Well, that's going to help you get on the field in college, where your just natural abilities aren't quite enough. Exactly, if that makes sense. Um, what has been your favorite part? Um, since you've been at MBS Fitness, I would say the the probably my favorite part was just uh, like physical appearance. Mm-hmm. I've grown, I've gotten stronger, muscle. Yeah, like just seeing the seeing that the benefits in a different way than just on the football field. Yeah, so like seeing myself get bigger and yeah, grow muscle. That's definitely and people are like, "Dang, Bennett, what are you doing?" <laughs> I'm just lifting. Yeah, you're like, you're like it feels good to be acknowledged. Exactly for like because uh, freshman year I was skin and bones and yeah. wasn't wasn't close to big enough to play or anything like that but then i slowly not slowly i shot up but yeah. like people are like oh wait who's who's that yeah yeah what happened to bennett that's exactly. the same thing with me i was a skinny little kid in high school and then eventually it was like what the heck david's <laughs> like a big dude what um what what's been your most proud accomplishment since uh starting at mbs i would definitely say well like weightlifting wise or just anything i would say earning a scholarship oh, yeah. because yeah. when i got here you talked to me you're like what are your goals and i was like i won't I want to get my college paid for. Yeah. And I got that, which was awesome. God blessed me with that. Yeah, and it's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, that's awesome. awesome, dude. Yes, sir. Well, congratulations on that. Thank that's, you. Thank you. That's a, especially doing it uh, junior year. Exactly. You know, yes, being sir. able to kind of say, like, okay, like, I can go out and like have fun my senior year. Exactly. I don't have to worry. But that's yeah. what my mom and I were talking about. She was like, people right now are stressing about college applications. Yeah. And luckily for me, I, I'm not a, big party guy so i was like i, I don't want to have to make a decision yeah so knowing where i'm gonna go junior year was awesome yeah and they get to follow in the family footsteps yes sir. Did your, where'd your dad go my dad went to memphis okay so, so you got granddad dad brother my grandfather played the first game in the liberty bowl ah that's so, awesome very cool yes sir very cool so continuing the the uh, tiger tradition i love that i love that very cool well bennett um 
Man, I appreciate you coming on the MBS Fitness Radio podcast. Um, any words of advice or final thoughts for any other uh, high school athletes out there and or parents of, of high school athletes out there? Don't be scared of weightlifting because it has benefits. You're not going to get hurt, especially if you have someone like here teaching you and showing you and correcting you. You're not going to get hurt, and they're gonna, you're going to get better. It, it has an outcome. You just got to trust the process. Love it. You heard it. Don't be scared of the weight room. All right, y'all. NBS Fitness Radio out. Thank you for listening to NBS Fitness Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, follow us on social media, and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.